And welcome to episode 91 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe, and as always, I am joined by Whip. Say hello. Hello. And I am also joined by Drummer Matt. Say hello. Hi. Hey. How are you lovely gents doing this fine day? Uh, we're okay. You're, you're in a mood, I see. <laughs> ah, well, am I not in a mood, That's sweetheart. a fair point. That's a fair point. How are you doing, Matt? Yeah, good. I, I'm not even going to ask Snipe. I'm not even going to open that can of worms. <laughs> I am the personification of Pandora's box. <laughs> um, so, moving on from that, um, <laughs> the incident, the incident involving zombies in a mansion. <laughs> I'm just excited to talk to talk to Drummer again. It's been a while, um, and I guess you're here too. I am also here. <laughs> uh, so, you're always kind of here. General news. General news. Um, since we mentioned it last week, we should probably point out that yeah, we did manage. We did. We did go ahead and get a sister's box. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone thought you wouldn't, or at least wouldn't try. We yeah. had to give it a shot. Um, we we actually put in the order at one minute to ten. Yeah, before the site got well and truly busted. Yeah, because the site and it got busted. It got boned pretty hard. Yeah. Like um, like um, it was chugging when we got our order through, but then like. A minute later, the it site just crashed completely down. Whoa! So yeah, they um, so, and, and they sold out within like two minutes, like completely. And then there's like not even mentioning all of the online like retailers who just basically got pre-orders and they can't fulfill them. Yeah, because the scarcity is such that it's a it's basically just fucked loads of people. Yeah, I mean GW has actually like issued like a proper. Yeah, we fucked up statement. So. Oh, really? Yeah, well, okay, yeah. you wow. okay, GW, do that, but also stop fucking being dicks about, like, how many units you're putting out. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's one of those things, unless... It, it's, I, I think it's a little tricky, because um, they did have to guess how many people would want them, and... Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's very po- like whilst manufactured scarcity is a thing, it's also quite possible that they just, they just really. Up. Yeah, like... no, I am, I am assuming the worst, but when it comes to big corporations, I tend oh, yeah. to. Yeah, um... I, I'd rather err on the side of caution and like m- like maliciousness. Yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely, I, I do understand that position. Mm. Um, but we did manage to get one, and of course, um, to tie in with that coming out, uh, we put out our Codex Compliant on the second edition Sisters of Battle, yeah. which, when you hear my lovely mouth words, mm. will be out, and you can watch it, yeah. um, but whilst I am saying them right now, is currently half-edited, and <laughs> I have a ridiculous panic to get everything edited together in time. So, yay! It's not, and I'm not helping because my mental health is being a butt, so Wib's literally just doing everything on his own and trying to, like, jab me into into doing stuff. <laughs> doing the bits you need to do. Yeah. So, hashtag pray for Wib. <laughs> he is a lovely boy. And it's fine. he works very hard, and he has to put up with me. <laughs> it's 
fine. Uh, but also, um, we should probably say a big thank you uh, to the couple of guests we had in that episode. Yeah. Uh, one is Oculus Imperia, who we've had as a guest before. Yeah. And we've also had on the podcast. And is a very lovely gent. He is a good boy. Who agreed to do a little line for us. And also, um, you know, to <laughs> fucking Gav Thorpe, who agreed to be in the video. Oh, that guy. Isn't he something to do with Fight Weapon Future Year? <laughs> yeah, no. I don't know. Um, no, uh, Gav very generously uh, decided <laughs> not to immediately block me when I reached out to him on Twitter <laughs> and was an incredibly lovely dude. Yeah, we, we very much appreciate it, Gav, because yeah. uh, obviously you're listening. Yeah, but... Uh, <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, like there's like the whole bit we're doing where we're like, haha, but no, seriously, oh my god, shut up. <laughs> um but yeah, no, um a big thanks to Gav Thorpe uh for, for showing up. It was it was fun to be able to uh to include him in our absolute nonsense. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So is yeah. this okay. is this peak Gav Thorpe now and after this it's it's now finished or does it still no. just continue forever? We are gonna be riding this sunset, <laughs> my man. I, I feel that it's it's probably going to be one of those things that is forever acknowledged, yet we. this is probably the biggest deal we'll make about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Because uh, it's just, oh my god. How, how can you really top having Gav Thorpe say it? It's like, you can't. I mean, you, we'll could, you could get up enough money so that, like, if anyone says the name Gav Thorpe, he actually turns up at their house. And we just, and like... punches them! No, I, I was just going to just open the door and he just has a shot and then wanders off. And you sort of... <laughs> And then, like, if you live with, like, your partner, they've opened the door, they'll be like, what What just happened? And then, you like, they'll, like, they'll know. To be fair, I was in Games Workshop the other day, and, like, there was a couple of people, like, one of the guys working there, and a uh, guy who come in just raving on about a book Gav Thorpe had written, and I was like, he, 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 <laughs> I don't have any vodka on me right now, but I can fix that. <laughs> Like, we don't say what you can take a shot of, so if you want to take a shot of, say, like, Wraithbone, like, you oh, can. It's not advice. <laughs> Please don't. If anyone... Don't, don't drink paint. This is... this is, we, we don't normally do calls to action on the misanthropod, <laughs> but we're going to put out a call to action. Don't drink paint. No, I wrote a song about it. Do you want to hear it? Yes. <clears throat> don't drink paint. That was good. That, good. Thanks. Good. Thanks. That yeah. Good. I spent so long on that boy. You spent at least four picoseconds. Twelve pico? Maybe. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I'm an artiste. <laughs> but yeah, that was surreal and an amazing experience. Not um, drinking paint. Like. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you'll like the video. If you don't, we'll fucking kill you. We won't. No. No. <laughs> We'll just we'll, we'll raise enough money to get Gav thought to go to your house and just drink heavily in front of you. <laughs> the obvious answer. Um, but anyway... And he'll leave the door open so it gets a bit chilly. <laughs> anyway, uh, we should move on to what we have been doing for the last couple of... Oh, shit, actually, I forgot yeah. to mention, we were also on Warp Time Radio. Oh, yeah, that, oh, that nice. whole thing. That was a lot of fun, yeah. Yeah, so... It's, it's the last couple of weeks have been a blur for me, so that's my excuse. Yeah, so if you want to hear us talk um, more about the Warhammered 40,000... Uh, go check out the uh, oh, I can't remember what episode number it is, but it's, it says our name in it. It's mm-hmm. one of, one of the recent episodes of Warp Time Radio. And my fa- one of my favorite parts, no, no, my favorite part about the um, the image they use because what they have is they have the three hosts there, you know, and then uh, they have Caitlin in the middle with her crystal ball, 
And they, like, if they have a guest, they put like their preview image, their their, their like avatar in the ball. Mm. What they did with us is they took like they took Wibb's Twitter avatar, which is him looking all stoic and and mysterious and handsome. I thought depressed. Was <laughs> okay, so like if I think you just look really miserable all the time, why would I find that attractive? Okay, fair point. Yeah. So and he's got the by lighting on him, and there's like there's half of Wibb's face, and then my current Twitter avatar, which is the worst picture of me ever, <laughs> which is me like. For the Halloween video from one of the bloopers, me, like, <laughs> looking a little bit kind of, like, what is it, buzz-eyed? Where my my eyes are both going in, like, the wrong kind of direction. Yeah. And I'm just, like, my chin has just been fucking teleported out of existence. <laughs> and I, I look horrible. I look like that weird picture of Walter White that someone had animated so that his forehead wrinkles and his neck wrinkles were constantly, like, moving. <laughs> and they've just got, like... Wib there looking really cool, and then there's fucking me, and I'm like, bring me Solo and the Wookiee! <laughs> it's amazing! <laughs> that is the best and worst photo I've ever had taken of me. <laughs> but yeah, uh, go, go check that out. Uh, if you go on our YouTube channel, uh, the VOD is in, because uh, we have a little thing at the bottom of our channel that has all any cameos or appearances we make on other channels. And so it's in there if yeah. you want to see. And it. because I mean, obviously I know, but just for the people who don't, this is a YouTube thing. It's done on Twitch Live. Uh, okay, and then they pop the VODs on uh... on Scar on Scarlet's um, Twitch channel, just mm-hmm. Scarlet Kingdom. Okay, um, and then it's put up onto YouTube afterwards. Yeah, good. Yeah, I I, I knew that. They have like a call-in segment um, for their questions. That was really weird, but really interesting, like a proper old timey radio show. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Um, which uh, we do, except um, we're not going to. <laughs> <laughs> We'd love to do that, but we're not going to. <laughs> no, it's a really cool idea, but Mike... No, but what we could do is, is um, because we're on episode 91 and episode 100 is coming up. Oh, shit. Mm. We could look yeah, into we it. Could, we, we, need could to do just... some, we need to do something for that. Yeah. We could do the podcaster's approach and just invite every guest on at the same oh, time. Oh, God. Or we could cover ourselves, all, all three of us, in Vaseline and go up a tree. I'm not sure how that would make a podcast. It didn't work last time. Okay, that's fair. But we re- we could record the audio this time, Matt. <laughs> yeah, just... Just just sclorching all over each other. We could pretend we're snails. <laughs> I just want to be pure. <laughs> I want it to be pure. I can be Danny DeVito snail. <laughs> you can be... Who do you want to be? <laughs> Can't we all just be Danny DeVito? Because we all really want oh, to be Danny DeVito. Be Danny DeVito. Drama Matt can be like the, the Blue Ranger. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, okay, Billy <laughs> is, from the original. One. Is there a logic here, or are you what? just naming random pop culture ephemera? Don't ask the questions. Oh God, don't ask the questions. <sighs> okay, so <laughs> it's a very specific thing. Okay, Drama Matt's the Blue Ranger because mm-hmm. he's a sciencer. Okay. And he does science. Okay. Which, you know, Billy was a sciencer because he had glasses. And, and what, he did wear dungarees a lot. He did, yeah. Ooh. So that's another thing. Um, I'm Danny DeVito because I'm the most pure. And right. I'm the shortest. And, um. the, and the roundest, like a little eggy. <laughs> and... I'm just I'm just good. Okay. And I think I think that Danny DeVito, if you met me in real life, would be like really impressed with how cool I am. And you would be cosplaying as Tails from Sonic Boom, but covered in Vaseline. 
Okay. Why do we have to be other people? <laughs> because it's that, it's part of the plan, Matt. It's part of the plan. You know the plan? I don't know the plan. Yes, we agreed on this. <laughs> we did not agree on we this. Agreed this on feels this. like something that you wrote on the back of a napkin and decided for yourself. <laughs> The plan where we cover ourselves in Vaseline, climb a tree, pretend to be snails, and also other people? No, we're pretending to be... Occasionally like, pop culture characters, and sometimes actual We're people. pretending to be the people we are, who are yeah. cosplaying as the characters. Mm? Okay. So we're, we're snails. <laughs> we're still we're, snails. No, we're, we're, we're Danny DeVito, Billy from, <laughs> from Power Rangers, and Tails from Sonic, cosplaying as snails. Okay, right, that's, good. That's why okay. it connects. Yep, right. And right, then right, we can hire it. someone to pretend to be like, can pretend to be like Dry Bones from like the Super Mario franchise and just basically throw throw bones at us. Okay, and why would this be a podcast? <laughs> because we would be talking the whole time. In character. Yeah. Uh, hang on, in character as the people or in character as the snails that the people have cosplaying us? Well, that's the thing. Every, like, 30 seconds, every 30 seconds that this changes, then it adds, like, a five second onto it. Um, We basically swap characters from a snail who is giant, dressed like our character. Can the snails that we're talking as, can they talk? Yes. Just just in no language that we can understand. Okay. So we're going to have to make up our own language. Okay. On the the language of the No, no, snails. (laughs) <laughs> oh, seven out of five, best joke. <laughs> Thank you, drama man. Just gonna take a big old gun, put a gulp of my drink, and just just live with this. <laughs> I mean, you do live with this. Is that a problem? Well, it wasn't before today. I mean, really, though. Really? Matthew, what the fuck? What the actual fuck (laughs) have you been doing with yourself for the last two weeks? I need to fucking know. Um, so, I was up up in Derby for a week, which meant that I didn't have any time for anything, which is good. But I did, I felt guilty as to not playing a game to talk about on the podcast. And then, conveniently enough, podcast recording got delayed a day. So I had time to play a game. Which definitely wasn't something that I quickly installed last night and then played through in an evening. <laughs> Honest. What was it then? I played, and I'm going to pronounce it like this because it'll annoy at least one person, which is future me when I listen to this podcast. The game Gris, which is definitely pronounced Gris. Gris. G-R-I-S. Gris. And that's how I'm saying it and that's how I'm sticking it's, with uh, it. It's, I can't remember what European language it is, but it's, it means the word grey, the colour. Yeah, it's no. in French, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It, it is, and yeah, I know that. But I was making a joke. <laughs> anyway, it's actually Spanish, but I don't know if the Spanish for grey is the same. But it's actually yeah, a Spanish. I think game. it was. I think it is Spanish. Yeah. Um, oh my god, the music in that game is phenomenal. It's the whole game is great. So I guess for context, it's a it's a two D side scrolling platformy type thing. But it's sort of it's not like a pixel art type game. It's like a it looks like a watercolour Yeah, I, I was going to say, yeah, it's it's, it starts off in like black and white, and as you progress through the game, you sort of unlock more colours. And the sort of world gets more colourful. Um, and it's beautiful in terms of like art, and yeah, the music is great. I had to play it because I was playing it on my laptop, because I guess it's continuing a trend of trying to find games that I can run on my laptop, and I don't know if it's... 
linked to that but i've just played so many games recently that don't have a like any spoken word or writing in they're just like you just sort of make up the story and you infer the story yeah 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 but i'm enjoying it at the moment it's quite a good run of games um Hmm. and it's just it's just very beautiful i finished in about three or four hours and it's like moderately difficult platforming but not really it's enough of a challenge to think of it but it's not like I didn't like get stuck and have to look up how to progress. Um, yeah. But it's just very pretty and a very enjoyable few hours. Hmm. Okay, so um, we've got it, and I've been meaning to play through yeah, it, but same. because it's like I, I I felt like it's one of those games that requires like actual, you know, um, engage you know engagement with. So I'm like, I want to be in in the right frame of mind to play. You want to be able it. to like be in the right headset. Yeah, yeah. And I yeah. just haven't been, so I've just not got around to playing it yet. Yeah, yeah. Because because no. it the the like the oh, like 15 minutes of it I've played, I was like, oh, this is this is great. Mm. I like this. I do want to play it again on my actual PC because I had to run it at the lowest. There's no graphics options apart from resolution, and I had to run it on the lowest resolution, which was about 600 by 400 or whatever those numbers are. Oh Jesus! <laughs> but because it's sort of watercolory and you're sort of zoomed out quite a way, it's sort of. It wasn't like playing an FPS, which at that resolution, it was sort yeah. of fine. I mean, but I do want to try it again at like nice HD. <laughs> but, mm. but yeah, it's a very good game, very enjoyable and re- relatively relaxing. But yeah, and yeah, the story is quite. I mean, there's not much of a story in terms of like you sort of have to infer, like I said. But it's quite pleasant. Yeah, mm. good. I, I don't have much more to say on it to be honest, but it was. I very. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, if anyone else has recommendations of games that I already own and I can run on my laptop, <laughs> I, don't <know> how people, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how people could do that. But like, <laughs> so telepathically, just like psychically, just know yeah. what Spectre on Matt's laptop is, and then tell him games that he already owns that yes. hasn't played. Dude, I, d- I do. <laughs> I do have a little Inferno installed, but you, you. Web, I think, talked about that relatively recently. So I was like, well, I can play that, but if I can't talk about it, what's the point? <laughs> I mean, like, he's talked about it, like, about a year ago. I-, I talked about it a bit to do with the charity stream, I think, because I played through it then. Okay. Well, played through- I didn't play through all of it because um, the-, the 40k game happened. Um, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a big thing. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is like a couple of days of my life that are just a haze. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm afraid that's all I've got. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Snipe, I believe you are next. Yes! What have you been up yes. to? Um, well, there's one thing I'd like to get out of the way. So I created a special group on WhatsApp with just us three in it. Yeah, I saw. Didn't I? Yeah, yes. it just terrifies um, me completely. So I was out on one of my walks today. Yeah. And I walked past an estate agent that had okay. this outside. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh. Why? Oh God! Why does it have a dick? <laughs> oh. Oh my. Why? Um. So, so for for those who can't see the image, which is everybody listening, <laughs> because is this is an audio listening. only. Um, I wanted live reactions. Um, um. This is an image of like, like you know, like the the the, the animal mascot clothing. It's 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 a red dog with its tongue hanging out. 
with a big yellow shirt that says Humphrey Hound, something about student fucking loans, because real estate agents are scum. And and creepy, like, broken mannequin legs sticking out with really large shoes. Yeah, I mean, it's horrifying enough just on that base level. Yep. And the thing is, no. it, you, from looking at it, walking past it, I didn't know if there was a person in there or not. Oh. And then I took the photo and realised, yeah. But also there was a woman who, like, before I pulled out my camera, or my, fo- my phone, she, like... She kind of slowed down, gave like the side eye, and walked really far out, nearly into the road, just to walk around <laughs> it. <laughs> it was so funny, but like, it just it just fucking made me laugh that that real estate agent's has its own fursona. Yes, and yeah. it's a bad one. It's a bad fursona. It's a creepy. Yeah. Fers- it's it's like they're trying to be down with the kids and yeah. whatnot, and they just can't do it. Okay, but also it has a dick. I feel like we're it glossing also has over. A dick because, like, I believe it is just the it, way the seam at the crotch. Yeah, yeah, we're glossing over the fact that it just has its wanger hanging. Do not out. gloss over the penis. <laughs> I do, I tend not to. The, the dog penis does not need to be glossed over. Oh, I think that's the title. Yeah, but um, yeah, um, it's just the the stitching. But yeah, uh, I thought I'd do that to basically um, obfuscate the fact that I haven't really done anything. I haven't played any new games. I've just been I've been having a bit of a rough couple of weeks, and all I've been doing is focusing on like commissions getting those done drawing sexy wear flamingos that is the thing you've done yes which drama i'll send you a picture afterwards you'll love it and knowing full well that he'll hate it um (laughs) i uh, i finally started putting my spearhead detachment of tyranids together yes nice that's a warham related thing yes but yeah, so like, um, I've so far I've put my Trigon Prime together. He's undercoated. I've got like he's like half finished paint wise because I'm just really enjoying painting something different. Unfortunately, I can't paint a lot of the accents because the paint I've ordered hasn't arrived yet, and I can't get it anywhere but <laughs> online because it's such a garish fucking color. It's a specific type. It's of, it's um... fluorescent magenta by Vallejo. Yeah, and I couldn't <laughs> anywhere in town that sold Vallejo paints couldn't find it. Like Games Workshop has nothing like to like that even approaches that level of like vibrancy. <laughs> so it was just like shit. I gotta get this online. So now I'm just I'm sitting there with my fucking dick in my hands, going, uh, "Please arrive tomorrow." But yeah, and I've put together uh, most of a Tyrann effects, <laughs> and I put together old One Eye. Who honestly, the Khan effects kit is awful. It's it not is great. horrible to put together. Oh my Christ! So like, like you were having trouble putting it together, and like because I have been, uh, I've assembled hundreds and hundreds of kits. You've been in the game long Some, some of which are good, some of which bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I'll, I'll take a look at it, and just the way the torso all attaches together <sighs> means that it's basically impossible to get everything to line up. It's, it's, no. It needs some significant green stuff work. It's not not good. Yeah, like they, basically, it's like I'm, I'm sure that there's probably a knack to it. There's probably like, oh yeah, you just shave off this bit here and then it all. Fits yeah, together but it's right, like but... fucking irritating as shit. Yeah. Oh, it's so annoying. But yeah, and then yeah, you magnetized my Florence wings for me. Yeah, that was because uh, Florence, <laughs> like their wingspan is fucking significant. So trying to transport those was like, how the fuck are we going to transport a flying <laughs> hive tyrant? Yeah, um, 
but yeah, it turns out like the arm segments, like the the shoulders that um, that have both the arms attached to, um, that's just one segment. And so if you've got some really big magnets, like you can just you magnetize do. that entire segment, yep. and it all locks in place because of the way that the two parts fit together. Oh, and nice. then you can just take them off. Yeah. So yeah. And oh, it's good. I can't wait to paint my baboos. <laughs> they are lovely baboos. I'm also wanting to get some Tyranid warriors going, and I really want a um. Oh, what is the, the big fleshy drop pod? Oh, Tyrannocyte. Tyrannocyte. I wanted to call it a zombie clone, which is a type of like sleeping tablet. <laughs> it, so it yeah, is. you win. And you're thinking of a zonthrope. I think no. I'm thinking of Zopiclone, the sleeping tablet. Well, no, no. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, did I tell you? I phoned up the pharmacist the other day to get like a couple of my medications, and the guy sounded like he was robbing the place. Okay. He was like, uh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'd like to order prescriptions. He's like, um, name? So did he sound him- like Han Solo in A New Hope when he's answering uh, the, uh, the, the prison a segment of the bit. Death Star? Yeah. Hello, everything's fine here. I'm fine. We're fine. How are you? Yeah, and I was like, I'm, I'm fine. Can I get my medicine? And he was like, okay. <laughs> He was like, oh, but you were on 50 mil as this. And I'm like, yeah, but I want 100 mil. He was like, you want 150 mil? I'm like, no, I want 100 <laughs> milliliters. And he was like, okay, yeah, okay, okay, but the doctor put you on 50. And I'm like, yeah, and she recently put me on 100. And he was like, mm, okay. And then he was just kind of like breathing for a bit. <laughs> like, okay, okay. And he was like, should be ready Wednesday after 3 p.m. And I'm like, okay, thank you. He was like, thank you. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> was like, I think I just called some random dude. You and he called, was like, no. This you called is- a, uh, a, pharma- a, a pharmacy that was actually just a cryptid. Yeah. <laughs> they, like, the actual pharmacy yeah. answered. It's like an SCP thing. Yeah, it's it's got like, you know how like... Um... SCP-999. <laughs> yeah! Actually, it's the SCP-112. In the UK. that's the non-emergency. Anyway. Yeah, in the UK. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's triple one one one. One one two is international emergency everywhere. Okay, so yeah, it's the like casual. The casual, yeah. I've hurt. I'd like. I've cut myself, but it's not like I'm not going to die. But I'm really uncomfortable. Yeah, Yeah, ignore me. In uh, in Australia, the emergency number is triple zero. Just thought put that out there. That's cool. But yeah, no, I like the it's exchange idea. Exchange rates for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I like the idea <laughs> yeah. that I phoned a pharmacy, and it was the it was the forbidden dark pharmacy where, like, you know, the DMC like four, like Frogo that has like sexy ladies on its feelers. Oh, oh, oh yeah. It's basically yeah. a pharmacist where it's got like the feelers are just like people in lab coats who just <laughs> get moved around, and I'm going and going, hi, can I have my antidepressants? And then it eats me. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm not depressed anymore. Yeah, but I guess I'm, I'm in. I'm in a big monster's tum tum. So that's my, cool. my concerns are very immediate. Yes. Um, what you should probably mention is that. We went to Warhammer World a couple of times. We did. We went to Warhammer World once, twice, three, three times. times. Was a deck one? No, we a went, war boss. We went. We went twice because we went once with you, Matt. Yes, um, and then we went with Idola. Uh, yeah, Idola Obscura. Yeah, that um, was a lot of fun. So like, she brought her Alpha Legion, and 
I got wrecked. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> it was you and her versus me, and like literally you were made of last cannons, and I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, so. This I, is my weakness. I, I feel <laughs> I, I should recount a little bit of that game, because the one that, that we had with Matt, it was a similar setup in both games where it was 2,000 points of Snipes, um, Dreadnought, yep. Wolf Army. My Wookiee babies. Um, against. Um, two people who had thousand points each, and in the one where um, it was Matt and I, I had my um, Wraith Guard Eldar, mm-hmm. and Matt, you were in your town, and that went like you know, it, it wasn't like there was an yeah. amazing moment because I took my Imperial Knight, <laughs> my Imperial Knight basically ran into the middle of the board. Yes, but I use her like an just just an impromptu explosive device. She's amazing, <laughs> so she runs into this big group and gets. She gets destroyed. I roll a six and she explodes. <laughs> yep. It was amazing. Yeah, because it had it had one wound left, and my um, farseer, who was up on top of something, was quite close and just hurled her. Like, I, I assume it's supposed to be, or I guess it's like it shoots. I don't know. <laughs> well, I guess. Uh, yeah, she throws her shoes. No, her spear <laughs> can shoot. I don't understand how it works. I think I, I think it's kind of like how Zelda's uh, say Zelda sword, how Link's sword fires. <laughs> no, no, no. Zelda from the Legend of Zelda. Yeah, Zelda from the Legend of Link. What if Zelda um, was a girl? Um, and I shot down, and it, and it blew up, and it killed like a huge chunk of fire warriors. Mm-hmm. Yep. It killed one of my wraith guard that would just happen to be nearby. It killed the two Fenrisian wolves I had left. Yeah, um, which it got it got it, my sniper drones, all three of them, and their um, controller dude, whatever he's called. Yeah, sniper. and and the farseer that had killed it. Mm-hmm. So it's like I was just like, yeah, okay. on two, two wounds to my um, crisis commander dude. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, um, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. But I in, lost, but it was fucking yeah, awesome. In the end. However, um, the ga- the next game we played with Idola, uh, I feel I should... So I should give a little setup here. So, because um, we didn't know what, you know, um, she was going to bring. And I knew what... Uh, and, and, like, she hadn't fought a game in 8th yet. Mm. Um, so knowing how awkward it is to fight Snipe's army, I was like, okay, well, I'll set up my thousand points, like... So that it's got some real heavy armor in it and can deal with the dreadnoughts. So my my army was like just a patrol that was an absurd one because I also wanted to take my Leviathan f- and put it in a big game for the first time. I was not happy with that. The problem is a, a, a Leviathan is a relic thing, so you have to have um, another heavy support choice in your army to be able to take it. Because that's sort of how relic things work, is that you need another one of its type. Uh, the only heavy support choice I currently have is a land raider. So my thousand point force consisted of a land raider, a leviathan dreadnought, a five man tactical squad, <laughs> in a razorback, and a lo- and a primaris lieutenant and captain. It that was, was it. Bullshit. Um, then I, it turned I out. Hated it, it turned out Idola had a shitload of last cannons as well because my Razorback had last cannons, so she it meant that so many. it meant that we had a back line that was like ten last cannons. <laughs> yeah. And against dreadnoughts, that doesn't go well. To punches holes in them. Uh, to put this into into like context of how well this worked, uh, in turn one, my land raider shot at Snipe's knight because took fourteen wounds off her. Yeah, first she has turn. twenty-four wounds max. Yeah. First turn, first fucking shots, 14 wounds lost. Wasn't like after everything else it reduced to like three wounds in the first turn or something. She was down to four in the first uh, turn. Ah, yeah. 
Um, and then, of course, um, I was quite shocked because though I'd used my Leviathan Dreadnought in um, a game on stream, uh, I hadn't used it in a full size game yet. I, I'd only used it like in little things. Uh, so I was like, I was I was sure that because I'd also finished painting it, that it was going to die instantly because that's how it works, isn't it? I was really hoping so, but the thing is, I didn't do any damage to that with with my las guns or my like my missile launchers. I did like three wounds to it with bolter fire. Yeah, that was it. it no, you didn't. I rolled so poorly. You did land quite a few shots in it by the end. It was on three wounds, like at the end of the game. Oh shit! Really? Yeah, yeah. You did. It was. It was and really. Those idolers like um. Hellbrute that had just kept wounding itself and doing instead of doing anything. <laughs> yeah, it had a plasma cannon in it. I don't think that thing ever actually landed a shot. It on didn't. It just it lost like four wounds. It, it lost like a wound every like turn without fail because it was just fucking up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, my, I found that Leviathan dreadnoughts. Um, I really want one in their bullshit. Because uh, I've run it with uh, twin uh, Grav Flux Bombards. They can one-shot Dreadnoughts really easily. Yeah, he, he one-shot one-shotted two of my Dreadnoughts, including... Um, Beyond the Fellhanded. Beyond the Fellhanded. Oh, so, there was one where it was just like, okay, I have done 15 wounds to this Dreadnoughts. Dre- standard, like, dreadnoughts have eight wounds each. Um, but the thing is, my, I, I only have like one non-venerable Dreadnought in my army, so... Uh, they have a rule where every time they, they take a wound, you can roll a die, and on a six, they ignore that wound, which has saved multiple little baby walker boys. So I literally just picked up 15 fucking dice, and I was like, <laughs> there is a chance! <laughs> there was one where I think you did, like, nine or something wounds, and I did make it out of it with one yeah. wound remaining. And then he just got killed the next <laughs> yeah. next thing that shot anyway. But it was worth it. I think by the end of the game, I think the only things you managed to kill was you you kill, you destroyed my Razorback. I killed an entire squad of Corn Berserkers. And that was it. Because, well, they charged my Dreadnoughts. <laughs> and Dread... What? One of them had a heavy flamer, so... Yeah, it was like nine shots or something stupid. I can't remember, but yeah, it was just like, yeah, <clears throat> okay, All right, just gonna beat the fucking shit out of you. Yeah, yeah, but um, but no, that didn't didn't go well for Snipes babies. No, but we did inadvertently create the hardest of hard counters to a dreadnought army, which is las cannons, nothing but fucking las cannons. Yeah, no, it yeah. was it was fun. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Yes. <laughs> Okay, um, I've been playing The Sims 4 University, which is fun. Um, yeah, <laughs> it helps my depression. Mm. Also, I've been doing really well with my uh, with my weight loss. I'm at 98 kilos now. Cool. Yeah. But then, you know, it's, t- it's slowing down a lot because I'm bulking up because I'm so muscular. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much all I've been doing. Wib. Yes. Save this podcast. Go. No, he can't. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> Wib. Yes. Bake me a potato. No, we don't have any potatoes Go in the house. Go get me a potato. No, it's too late. It is not. It's too late. I can't be bothered. Oh. Okay, this podcast I, is over. Goodbye, instead, everyone. I could talk about what I've been doing recently, which yeah, is sort of... Yeah, but it's all about sci-fi, and that's all you ever talk about. I mean, yeah. That's because sci-fi is the best. Yeah, do they have potatoes in sci-fi? No, checkmate atheists. They do, no. yeah. Where? Uh, Kevin Sorbo doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So, uh, I shall talk about what I have been doing. Uh, I shall try and get us back on track. Take it um, away, girlfriend. Okay. Um, first off, I, uh, I haven't done much on the video game front, because um, I start... What I did as sort of an idle thing to do whilst I was kind of chilling out um, was I've started a new save on The Binding of Isaac. Like, <laughs> I, w- I want to basically go through the game, unlocking it, and get to defeating Hush again. Um, that's sort of an aim, so I've been chipping my way through that because it takes a while because you have to beat the game like several times just to unlock each new layer of boss. So I'm um, I'm going through that again. Uh, I also started playing Papers, Please. Ooh. Because um, I realised I'd never actually got around to playing So I think we were saving it for like a Let's Play and that just never happened. So I'm like, fuck it, yeah, let's actually just play that. Um, I'm only like f- five or six days through, but yeah, it, it's it's a very good video game. It is very um, good. I, I really appreciate how it like amps up the fucking pressure of like if you make too many fucking mistakes, yeah, your your children are just gonna fucking starve. Like I already got what the ending where you go to jail. <laughs> like, um I had a dream I got arrested and went to jail. Was it for anything fun? I can't remember. I think McDonald's was involved, so probably. Yeah. You know what I'm like. <laughs> um but yeah, th- thoroughly enjoying it. If you don't know, because um, I mean, I guess it was from a few years ago. Um, Papers, Please was a game that came out where you are a border control officer on a faux, like, Soviet bloc country called Astoka. Um, Glory to Astotka. Um, and you have to, like, check people's passports and documents and and let people in or deny them. And the more people you let through, you know, the more people you process, the more money you get. So you are able to then feed your family because you're always on the poverty line. It's and sometimes they get sick. Um, and, you know, you'll be like, oh, I can't pay for food today. So they'll be, get hungry and things like that. Um, but of course, if you just keep letting people through, um, then you start getting citations if they don't have the correct paperwork. And also if you turn people away for no reason, you have to do that. So you have to try and balance like doing it quick with being thorough um and you as know, two things that cannot yes coexist because you're like checking out all, all their things and then you can like interrogate people and and like you know um question them about inconsistencies so like there's one person who uh their photo didn't match and so i uh, i interrogated them on it and they were like well like why do you look different to your passport photo and it's just the years have been cruel <laughs> yep. Um, and next then, time, next time that ha- like anyone bullshits about my ID, I'm just going to say that <laughs> the years um, have been cruel. And then, so then I did like a fingerprint test on him, and then it turned out it was him. So it was like, okay, so you let him through. But um, that means you're slowing down. You're not admitting people. It, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it escalates as little stories running through it, and it's it's just a really interesting little game. Like the whole idea of games that are like replicating the the monotony of real work that people have to do but also demonstrating like the the fucked up nature of a lot of it well i think it's just like it's a beautiful and miserable and darkly humorous take on basically living from paycheck to paycheck in quote unquote an unskilled job Whereas it's actually, it's an incredibly, like, all these quote-unquote unskilled jobs are incredibly difficult. Oh, yeah. And take a lot of skill. 
And the harder you work, the less you get paid. <laughs> Generally. Um, but yeah. What um, I'm saying, comrades. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a cool game. It, it's, it, it's one of those interesting things that I, I feel fits into that idea of that games don't have to be fun. Sometimes they can just be about giving you an interesting experience. Because I wouldn't call Papers, Please fun. No, no. Oh, no I like no, the not. old guy. Hmm? The old guy. Oh, we always forget his name. I can't remember his name, but he's he's always pretty good natured about. Have you have you completed it? No, no, no. It's quite, okay, it takes okay. quite a while to beat the game. Okay. okay. Uh, I, I've encountered. I, I, yeah. yeah, there's an old guy that keeps coming up with increasingly um, obviously fake passports. Obviously fake passports. There's one and... that he's like drawn in crayon. Yeah, I've had that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> It's like this isn't even from a real country. So. And he's like, ah, you got me, Tomash, you're good. Oh, yeah. No, it's like, goes, it's like okay, leaves. I'll come back with a better passport. And you're like, yeah, be sure. If I remember do. rightly, eventually he does show up with completely legit. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, I know that this isn't legit, but also it's, it there is, so there's no reason to turn him away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you, you literally scan it in every single way, and it's just perfect. Yeah, because I've seen someone do that bit, and it's mm-hmm. like, hmm. But yeah, um, so, cool game. I'll be playing more of it. Um, probably won't mention it next time, because there's not a lot to say about it. But go play it. It's it's interesting. And yeah, as I was going to say, it's interesting. It's cool to play games that sometimes that aren't necessarily fun. It's like, uh, there was a recent um, H-Bomber Guy video about Pathologic, which I am... The best game that sucks. <laughs> the best game that you can't recommend to anyone. Yeah. Um, which I'm, I was actually going to give that a shot. Um, well, I mean, we've got after... it, like Pathologic Two. Seems like I've I've heard it's like this is way better. It also cannot be recommended. <laughs> no, Pathologic it's... Two is like just good. From what mm. I've heard, they basically have fixed all the things that oh, made the first one unrecommendable. Mm. Um, so I, I I definitely want to give that a shot, but I want to have a have a proper like try at the uh, at Pathologic. Even though I've heard it's the sort of game that you'll probably play for a couple of hours and then get angry with and put down. Well, I mean, that's literally how you started out and Drummer Matt started out playing Dark Souls. And then six months later, you were both like, actually. I, mm. I, did... I, I don't think I'd progressed past that stage. To be no, honest. no, Matt did not. No. Oh, who was it then? I don't know. I tried. There was someone else. But yeah. Um... I, was the, I was the one that got stuck on into liking Dark Souls. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, cool game. Um, but apart from that, I have been watching several television shows. Ooh, several. So several. much pornography. No, it's all science fiction, unsurprisingly. Science fiction pornography. Uh, I wish. Um, yeah, me too. So I finished off watching Fast. I just want to fuck a Hannah. That's fair. Everyone wants to fuck a Hannah. I mean, it'd just be like, you know, like, basically just throwing your, your naked form into, like, this big, warm, like, waterbed. <laughs> Hannah's the big this jelly. This f- one is so turned on right now. <laughs> Hannah jelly is different fish. to just Hannah, presumably. Yes, jelly. F- they are big jellyfish from big stupid jellyfish from okay. uh, Mass Effect. Yeah. Okay. Blasto. I would are they sentient? Yes. yes. Okay, so they can they consent. This... Yes. yes, and they have okay. this really cool thing where, like, cool. they refer to themselves as this one. Because, like, you don't use, like, you don't refer to yourself as, like, I, unless in very, very close company, because it's considered incredibly rude and improper. Oh, they're the auditors from Discworld. (laughs) No, but yes, but no. Yeah. But yeah, I also want to have sex with, what are the big boys with the... 
The Elcor. Elcor! God, <laughs> yeah, I want a fucking Elcor. Like genuine arousal. <laughs> <laughs> you look so hard today. Anyway, I'm going to talk about the, the sci fi. I want to talk about fucking sci fi like, creatures. I do not. I don't give a shit about your fucking topics. I watched the end of Farscape. Finally, finally nice. beat it. I finally beat Farscape. You finally beat the game. <laughs> yeah. um, so... Did you unlock... Any, did you unlock Harvey? I, I unlocked. Did the you ha- unlock the costume? I unlocked the happy ending. Oh, well, happy-ish, mostly happy, like ninety percent happy. That's better than I thought for Farscape. Hmm. Yeah, because every Farscape is is bad things happening to John Crichton for four seasons. Um, but yeah, um, oh, I was really happy where it ended. It, they had to do a sort of um, Firefly thing where they got to the end of the series and then they had lots of like. And then they got cancelled, so they had lots of unresolved things. So they then made a pair of TV movies to finish off the thing. This is okay. that fucking cancel culture. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it, it was kind of cool. The, the TV movies are a little weird because, like, it was obviously done several years after, so everyone looks. Like it's supposed to be set like a few months after the end of the series, but Life's everyone's been hard. But obviously, <laughs> everyone's aged several years. I mean, it's like that part in Evil Dead Two, like Bruce Campbell reaches for the door handle, and basically from that moment they cut for two years because they just ran out of money. <laughs> and then the next like next thing where it's back on his face, he's like slightly visibly older. Because <laughs> like, oh my god, because I've got. What was it? Into the Woods, which was like a Sam Raimi, Bruce Campbell thing. That was like a college film, wasn't it? That was like his university film, yeah. And then like Evil Dead 1, he's still like super baby-faced and really adorable. And then Evil Dead 2, he starts getting like, you know, the lines in and then... Shit, okay, okay. Uh, This is kind of irrelevant to things. That never stops me, please. Fair, fair. Um... I completely forgot about this. There is a movie from 1997, a Herbie movie. Herbie! That stars Bruce Campbell. Okay, what? And it features an evil black Volkswagen Beetle as an evil Herbie because it's, if I remember rightly, it's basically what happened because Herbie's like um, a personification of goodness and this is like the other side of that because... The Volkswagen Beetle was designed in Nazi Germany, and they acknowledge it. Oh my god, so there's a Nazi origin. Beetle. There's a Nazi origin story to Herbie in a 1997 Herbie movie starring Bruce Campbell. Dude, I completely what? forgot about it. Dude, How did I, re- I not know about this? Yeah, what the fuck? I completely forgot that I watched it as a kid. I... Like, evil Herbie's even got, like, angry, angry oh, eyes I on his... I it's got, like, swastikas on the doors <laughs> or something. I was like, fucking What? <laughs> Oh my god! It's it's really fucking weird. I, I, I'm gonna have yeah. to track it. Apparently, it's not been released on DVD. I fucking wonder why. Oh, I want to get that shit on Blu-ray. I want to see evil Nazi Herbie. I, like, I, I need HD. to watch it again to see if it's as fucking bizarre as I remember. Are you sure you just didn't do a fucked no, up absinthe one day possibly. when you were like nine? I, I saw someone reference it on Twitter like two days ago, and I was like, oh shit, yeah, that oh, movie. Oh my god. Um, I'm still going to watch Evil Dead 2. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, um, Farscape, good. Um, peace no keep- Nazi VWs. No. Uh... Oh god, is there a Nazi fucking Volkswagen in Farscape? 
There, there is a Volkswagen camper van. Is it uh, a Nazi? It's not a Nazi one, as far as I Good. know. But the peacekeepers are a little, little Nazi-ish. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, Farscape is weird. Uh, there are a lot of things in it that, given its age, are like, you watch them now and you go, mm, yeah, if this was made today, they'd be a little more sensitive about that wording. Ooh, boy. Yeah. Um, but that's kind of true of watching basically any show that was made, you know, before, like, five years ago. Um, but still, I, I thoroughly enjoyed watching through it, and I can definitely recommend um, Farscape. It's got its weird moments, and it's not perfect, but I, I think there's the kind of core thing of, like, the characters being really interesting, um, like, how, like, even little things like how um, John and Dargo become, like, proper bros is, like, just really sweet. Um, and yeah, it's cool. Um, all on Amazon Prime, including the Peacekeeper Wars, I found out, which I was very happy. Uh, they just hid them at the end of season four rather than as their own thing, which is weird. Um, however, also on, on Amazon Prime, I found out that um, Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda is on there. Um, yeah, I like... Yeah, honestly, I walked in, and honestly, I would have preferred if you were watching some horrifying... Like, I, I would have preferred if you were watching Bible Black. <laughs> <laughs> because Kevin Sorbo Ugh. isn't in that. Yeah. Because, oh god, I hate Kevin Sorbo so much, he's such a twat. He is a bad oh person. Oh my goodness. Um, but I... The thing is, I remember watching Andromeda when it was new, because if... Okay, backstory. If you don't know, um, after Gene Roddenberry's death, uh, one of his ideas for a series was taken and made into a full series, um, which was Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda. Now... The thing about Andromeda, I, I think I have spoken about it on the podcast before, but it was like very briefly because I only sort of like watched a few episodes of it because I managed to find them dirt cheap on DVD. Um, but the whole the whole of it's on Amazon, so I'm just watching through it there. Um, now, I don't know how much Gene Ronbury actually wrote about this because I kind of suspect they found like a note on his fridge. It's like Kevin was, Sorbo is a fucking like Boy Scout in it was, space. It was Hercules in space. No, not like those weird Italian exploitation films. Um... <laughs> God, Xena was the fucking shit. Just want to put that out there. Autolycus was one of my like crushes, which is literally, <laughs> basically, if he had if Autolycus, Bruce Campbell's character in Xena Warrior Princess and the Adventures of Hercules, um, had long hair, he would literally just be Nathan, my D and D character. Yes, he would. Yes. Literally, I think that's who I based him on. <laughs> yeah, by accident. I one hundred percent believe that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but so I don't know how much like um, how, how in depth. I don't know if this was like a Clive Barker's Jericho situation where it was where just he a... just went oh uh, witches with guns and then they went from yeah. there. Um, I don't know if it's that kind of thing or if he did have like a lot to do with it. But basically, the the idea is there is a ship from uh, basically it's it's like the Federation that gets ca- that through convoluted means ends up getting sent 300 years into the future after the collapse of the commonwealth as it's called and I'm they okay with that. and they attempt to recreate to build the commonwealth back up because it is a time of lawlessness so they've got to make the commonwealth great again yeah Ew. um now it's got some interesting points in the show but um overall it just kind of botches them and i, I put it on twitter that one of the big problems with the show is that it involves um, a lot of people like wanting to join a 
Federation with Kevin Sorbo. So that involves people having to spend 15 minutes in a room with Kevin Sorbo without wanting to punch him, which <laughs> my suspension of disbelief will not carry that It can far. only go so far. It can <laughs> only go so far. So overall, it, it's kind of like... It reminds me of like the parts of Star Trek Enterprise where they're trying to like create the proto-Federation, but worse by every metric, because um, the characters are mostly shit. <laughs> Um, the big pro- there's one thing though that drives that is really weird. So there is uh, the the people who fought against the Confederacy and co- and toppled it are a race called the Nietzscheans, and they are based on the ideas of, of Frederick Nietzsche. Um, Nietzsche. Well, Nietzsche, yeah. Um, Nietzsche. But but they say Nietzsche in the show. Um, I know, I know. It's just like that's that was me yeah. basically making a joke, and now I'm going to explain it. But yeah, like loads of people get really cranky. It's like, oh, it's Nietzsche. If you'd have read it, fuck you. I've read a bit of it. Yeah, I, I've, I've read the birth of tragedy. <laughs> yeah, I read the birth of tragedy, and it was just so f- it was insufferable to read. He was so up his own dick, and he even admitted <laughs> it years and years later that he, that that book sucked, and he was being a fucking asshole. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but I I need to read you um, the Wikipedia entry because every bit of it is cursed. This is this is how it describes the Nietzscheans. Nietzschean, a species of genetically engineered humans who follow the works of Frederick Nietzsche, social Darwinism, and genetic competitiveness. They claim to be physically perfect and are distinguished from ordinary humans by bone blades protruding from their forearms. The race the race's Latin triominal designation is Homo sapiens invictus, which means undefeated thinking man in English. They originated on the planet Fountainhead, mm. orbited by Ayn Rand Station. They're basically ANCAPs, ANCAP Nazis in space. Yes. They're, they're the worst. You, you just see him sitting around reading fucking Ayn Rand. It's the worst. That is I'm with France. They, they are the bad guys. They are the bad guys, but they're like so comedically the bad guys. Like they don't function as a race at all because they they basically like if they can't if you play a game with them they'll be cheating well, because they see that it's not cheating unless they why, get caught. See, they should have you know Brucey from GTA Four. Yes. How he's all like, yeah, genetically different, baby. Yes. If he had have been like the Nietzscheans, I think they would have been a lot more endearing. Yeah, I think... And still bad, but, like, at least entertaining and not basically sitting around uh, huffing their own farts. I think they were trying to make them be, like, the um, genetically engineered um, people in Star Trek, like Khan and his army, like, from the eugenics wars. I think they were trying to go for a thing like that, but, like, trying to expand that idea. But they basically created a race uh, that was full of people that were all comedically selfish to the point that the idea of them having any kind of, like, ruling ideology just doesn't make sense because there's no way that any of them could work together for more than, like, two minutes. But yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, that's the thing. Uh, Andromeda's not great. Um, I've heard it gets way worse in the third season. Okay. Um, Does Kevin Sorbo have more screen time? No, the original people running it left, and then it was left with because they realised they had to work with Kevin Sorbo. (laughs) Presumably, presumably. (laughs) Um, 
it says a lot that the most likable characters in the show are probably the Nietzschean that's in the main cast. So, yes, yeah, someone who's pro eugenics. And a Oof. character that is a cannibal uh, that is a uh, reformed cannibalistic bat person. Okay. Oh, the Magog. The Magog. Magog. Yes, his name is Rev. Bats. Uh, the, yeah, uh, I mentioned this. Uh, He's when a I pubert. About before. He's, He's a, a pubert. pubert. Uh, where the outfit for him uh, made him look like they had glued pubes to his face. Yep. They did improve the suit a little bit after like the first handful. Of yeah, episodes. they got way better quality pubes. Yes, like people who were like shampoo and condition them. Yeah. They just like. The pubic quality of Andromeda was improved by about five episodes in. Mm-hmm. Yes, but they comb them with like a bris- a, a ball bristle yeah. brush and stuff. Uh, although no, uh, no John... one else knows that because no one else has got five episodes in. That's yeah. true. I am the only person to have watched that far. Watch us um, get a really angry fucking like, email. <laughs> I know someone somewhere will have watched Andromeda and liked it. And God bless you. I'm glad you enjoyed it, but it's not a good series. Um. Hey, I like plenty of stuff that's shit. Yeah. I love Evil Zone, and that game sucks. Yeah. Um, but um, there, there was a fun part where John Delancey showed up, so that was oh, good. Was he queuing it up, not giving a... He was heck. a villain. He's just fun to watch. Um, he is. But yeah, in general, most of the ideas in it are things you've already seen in Star Trek, but done at least 30% worse. So, you know. Well, I mean, yeah. Kevin Sorbo... It's like a rule of like mathematics. Drummer Matt will tell you because he's a, he's a math sciencer. Yeah. Uh, if you introduce Kevin Sorbo, he makes things the between thirty percent to seventy percent worse. Yes. Just by being involved. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's mm. very yeah. True. That is like that's not that's just maths. Mm. You can't dispute that. That's just yeah. However, would the first God's Not Dead movie be better or worse without him? Because it's already like just propaganda. Hmm. I appreciate propaganda is a uh, a value neutral term, but in this case, it is a bad term. He's like the the straw manniest atheist possible. Mm. It's like it's me, Vince Strawman. That's his name. Yeah, might as well be. <laughs> oh God, I don't even know. Yeah. I tell what, I tell you what. Replace fucking. We're, we're going there. If if you replace Kevin Sorbo in those movies with like Cool Cat. It'd make them watch. He's only in the first movie because he dies, and that's portrayed as a good thing. Well, I mean, it's Kevin. I mean, (laughs) in the context of the movie, it's really fucked up. Um, But anyway, I cannot believe you committed suicide. We're not talking about Neil fucking Breen. (laughs) That's my dad. (laughs) Neil Breen is my dad. (laughs) Okay. I don't want to get too deep into the weeds to explain what we're talking about. <laughs> but if you're familiar with Neil Breen... Neil Breen, Google him. Um, He's my dad. <laughs> he is, in certain ways, startlingly similar to Snipes' father. <laughs> and once you know that, you will know why she doesn't speak to him anymore. <laughs> oh god, it is so funny. <laughs> He, he literally, he walks into a garage, because Neil Breen likes making, like, he's like Tommy Wiseau on crack. He, oh, he like he, he His character in this movie walks into the garage, and his friend has just committed suicide, and he's cradling him, and I am not exaggerating, this is how he delivers these lines. I cannot believe you committed suicide. I cannot believe you committed suicide. <laughs> and I'm still giving it too much emotion. He just can't act. 
and he's a super narcissist. Yeah. And it's honestly so funny, but kind of terrifying that he exists. He is a terrifying individual. Horrifying individual. Um. Anyway, Andromeda bad, uh, but I'm watching it because I am a bad person. No, you just like suffering. You're you're like you're the definition of a fucking like bratty sub. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the case, but you know what? I'm going to move on because I don't want to dwell on it. Yeah. Um, I have also watched um, season two of Final Space. Ooh. Okay. Uh, have you that... watched that drama? But I watched the first series, and then I haven't seen the second. Oh yeah, you recommended it to him. Yeah, because Final Space. Because um, I watched through season one, and I was like, this is like. A decent series that Ooh. just occasionally the humour really doesn't land and the main mm. character is yells the all the time <laughs> and is so fucking annoying. But, like, at his core, he is supposed to be, like... He is, like, a noble character, but just he's annoying. Ooh, ooh, mm. Is this the one with David Tennant as a villain? But yeah. You can't tell it's him? Yes. Yeah. Because okay, okay. you started watching the second series or something because you knew that they apologised for how annoying he was or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, I watched the first episode of it because it, it, when I watched through the first season, the first couple of episodes of season two had aired in America. And so I watched, like, one of those. Um, and it's come on Netflix now, so I'll watch through the rest of the, rest of the season. Um so I won't give any spoilers to the plot, but I have got a few observations of it. Uh, one is that they have dialed down uh, Gary Goodspeed, the main character. Oh, is that his surname? Yeah, <laughs> his, his annoyingness has been dialed down so much to the fact that he's just not annoying anymore. He's just, yeah. he's the character that I think they always wanted him to be. Of yeah. like, no, he's okay. just supposed to be an endearing kind of character. And they've just let Kevin be annoying now, uh, who, is, okay. who is basically... Um, you Ke- know what? Fuck Kevin. Kevin is guy. basically Rimmer. Oh, um, yeah, that no. he's there to stop um, Gary from going insane from being alone for so long. Arnold Rimmer, without him, life would be much dimmer. He'll <laughs> never be mistaken for Yul Brenner. He's not bald and his head doesn't shimmer. Glimmer. <laughs> Whatever! Hey! <laughs> now, every time I think of that, I get it stuck in my head for a fucking week. Good. It That's was the intention. But, uh, yeah, um, Kevin's now more annoying, uh, but he's supposed to be, and if he's just one character being annoying, then that's not such a big deal. I, I still have a bit of a problem with characters who are supposed to be annoying being annoying. Like he's most... trap, honestly, I just want to just fucking set fire to the world. Yeah, but he's mostly annoying to other characters, like, which is his intention, so. Um, but, uh, m- you know, there's a big change around, so, like, the main cast sort of revolves around a little bit. But what really struck me, once you get to the end of it, is that Final Space, despite it, you looking at it, if you've not watched it, you'll go, that looks like Family Guy in space. Um, which, if that doesn't, <laughs> yeah. if that doesn't make, um, you know, your, your genitals feel like they're shriveling just thinking about, um, that I don't know what to say to you. Um, but it's really not that. And the first season had a whole thing like where it had this like story, the actual main story like got to points and it actually was quite poignant. And you go, this this could probably have the comedy removed from it and it be like a serviceable sci-fi on its own. Maybe season three will do that. Season two is ju- is like even more so. Like the overarching story, there's nothing funny about it. It's just a sci-fi story. <laughs> um, 
and like the B plot will usually be comedic and obviously people are telling jokes throughout the whole thing but like you sit there and you go the basic narrative of this is all about like abandonment and like doing the right thing even even when it's hard and stuff like that and you're like like this is fucking weird like that this show which should just be bollocks you mean it's kind of like how genital jousting has a really solid moral core yes final space it's is the genital jousting of like netflix tv series yes yes yeah. you heard it here first contact us for a blurb for the blu-ray <laughs> um so yeah I can, I can definitely say give it give it a watch like you know as i say um the comedy still you know it doesn't always work that's comedy isn't it you know mm-hmm. um but it's it's interesting and it's got some fun little little bits and pieces. It sounds like it's got quite a bit of heart. It does. It does. Like um, I'm trying to think of something that I can say without giving away any spoilers. Um, you told me a bit and it sounded very. Lovely. Yeah, I'm trying. But yeah, I, I don't. Okay, I'll, I'll give one thing because it's sort of a, it, it's not really like relying to the overarching plot or anything. So there is a character who has their future self becomes like a main cast member um and when and when the original one goes missing you're left with this future duplicate and the main character gary who they in their own timelines are in a relationship with with each other but in their own timelines are different so there's they obviously have an attraction to one another but it's not them, and it's and all wrong. It's mm. it's a messed up kind of position because it's like there's a phrase just like oh, um, we're meant to be, but not meant to be together. Um, and it's like, and it's like that's like a really interesting kind of idea to explore, and it's handled in a really kind of earnest way, and it's like. This show should not be like this. This shouldn't <laughs> be like these moments where like even like. Even like comedic villains have moments of since of sincerity and an actual emotional depth to them. You know, like a like a good villain. Yeah, does. it's it's bizarre, and this is all surrounded by obviously a lot of just dumb humor as well. That's just there. Um, yeah. So, Final Space is good. Uh, oh, actually, one thing I forgot to mention: uh, I've also started watching um, Bob's Burgers. How's that? Oh, uh, okay. Because I'd always been told it was, like, weird, it was funny and weirdly wholesome. Well, I mean, from what I've seen of it in GIF forms, which is a lot, I like Tina Belcher. She is very cool. Yeah. Um, now, I've also heard that season one is, like, not great, and it doesn't really get good until season two. Um, I'm, I like, most of the way through season one at this point. I, sh- I don't have to watch all of season one. I can just skip season two because it's not like it's got hard continuity. But you know, I'm the st- I'm that sort of person. You're a stubborn bum. Um, and I've got to be honest. I like I, people. I read like reviews of season one, and people were saying like it's it's not good. It's just like trying to do the kind of Family Guy style humor, but it's got potential. And it apparently reaches that in season two. But in but watching through season one, I'm like. I can see. I, I, I totally agree with those that, that thing because yeah, I can totally see the potential because when it works, it is very funny, and it, it's got the thing. But then 
every now and again it'll just do a joke where you're like, fuck off with that. Bit, bit edgy. <laughs> There's an episode which basically is just lol trans people. Ew. Um, okay, it, yeah, that can fuck off. It's like, can you just not with that? Like, I mean, as far as those things go, it's not the worst that that could be, but it has a lot of jokes in it where it's just like, even just the use of language in it is like just, even this idea could have been done not shittily, but like, it's just every now and again there'll be a joke, like, like there's a fucking, like... If you can't be funny without punching down, you're not fucking funny. Like, the first episode has, like, a thing that is, like, it is, like, making an autistic joke in it, it's like, oh, fuck off. Oh, ew. Um, but then it, but like, I've heard from so many people that it, it's like he's like wholesome, and there are moments of that, and that the the and that it, apparently yeah, from second season onwards it really works. But I don't know if it was like a case of that they felt they had to be edgy in the first season. That's made all those things that like really left a sour taste in my mouth. Well, I mean, you've got like I'm not standing up for people who use like transphobic or edgy jokes or anything like that, but kind of like I see a lot of things where. It's like Orange is the New Black. So the first season was not great. It was interesting, but not great. But it was like, well, then when like the second season came out, it was completely different, and it was like, okay, this feels like this is what you originally intended. Oh, it was. maybe like it totally was. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, whereas like you know the producers come in and go, oh no, you see, we can't have this. We need, we can't, have, we have to have a, a a white attractive blonde woman, and like she has to be the main character. It has to be a fish out of water. And they're like, okay, fine. And then, like, they prove themselves that it's popular, and then they basically get the grace to do what they like. And, like, yeah. every comedy ca- adult cartoon is always, like, because fucking the, the old fucking board members sit there and go, the kids like Family Guy, so we gotta make horrible fucking jokes and blah! So it's like, I'm not surprised if a lot of first series of, like, uh, like adult cartoons suck because literally like people standing over the writers are going oh you have to put in like a really edgy joke you have to do this it has to be like family guy it's gonna this is a family guy killer despite the fact it hasn't been relevant for like six years <laughs> but yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah maybe I'm not standing maybe. up for it it's just i, oh, I know yeah. that that is a thing with yeah. a lot of stuff so i mean like i said like i say i'm not saying that like the show's completely terrible or anything it's just every now and again it just it's just like they go for the easy joke Ugh. And it's it's always like just a bit off putting because it's like that's just mean spirited and it's unnecessary and like the it doesn't I guess that's the thing it doesn't match the rest of the show mm. like the rest of the show isn't like that and then it'll just occasionally do one of those jokes and you're like yeah can you not mm. um, but yeah um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna again like like basically everything else I've been talking about you know um, Andromeda and um, and this I'm, I'm gonna carry on watching them and see see where they go. Um, and and uh, pres- from what I understand, one is going to go very is going to get a lot better, and one's going to get a lot worse. So you know, I guess it <laughs> balances out in the long run. Um, but that's me. I, I have apparently done. I have apparently done nothing but watch television and edit videos. So yeah. Um. So uh, I guess I guess then we must move on to those things. Those emails that people send us that, that sometimes have questioning sentences on them. Mm-hmm. They do some. They, they, they sometimes, and then sometimes people forget to put a question. Then email again, being like, "Oh, sorry, none of that was a question. Here's a question." 
which is quite good. Like, well, I guess I'll stop blocking you now. <laughs> oh, bless them. Uh, Snipe, what's the email address people should send their questions to? Fuck my butt. They shouldn't send it to fuck my butt. Ah, that will go you? somewhere else. <laughs> no, just, just that's just, in, like, that goes to your other email address. That goes to my OnlyFans email address. <laughs> that's a relevant like thing. Uh, it is only drummer Matt at at snipe and web at gmail dot com. Yes, it's yeah. only drummer Matt at snipe and web at gmail dot com. Yep, terrible fucking thing. Yep. Send in there. We will answer your questions on the podcast. To some degree of accuracy, accuracy and brevity. So yes. Basically, straight up, I buy the drugs by Electric Six now. Nice. I like it. <laughs> Drama butt! What's the question? Okie dokie. So, first up, we have a suggestion okay. from okay. Geistertans. Is it to go fuck ourselves? It is not. No, oh. it's, a qu- it's a quick suggestion, which ends up being a long suggestion, nice um, nice. for the next annual Halloween movie. Okay. So it is called. Pause for dramatic effect. <clears throat> the Haunted Palace. It is a ni- 1963 adaption of the curious case of Charles Dexter Ward. Oh, okay. Which okay. is a um, what's what's his name? Lovecraft story. Um, Lovecraft story. Hmm. Yeah, they're suggesting it just because it's it's really interesting to see um, how people's ideas of what constitutes a Lovecraftian movie have evolved. So it's not quite as old as some of the ones he's done for Halloween, but it's not modern by any means. Yeah, I'll definitely. No, that seems cool. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't aware that existed. I, I'll have to take a look at that because yeah, um, I, I would be intrigued because like most of the things that people, of you know, that people take out of modern adaptations of Lovecraft are the over mostly the overt racism. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that's the. Thankfully, that's the part they usually ignore. Sixty-three. Yeah. That'll probably still have it in. So, oh, so that might be an adaptation that still has that stuff intact, um, which would be interesting. And also, like these days, we tend to go more on the the cosmic horror side of things. And I, I would assume that, given the effects possible at the time, that it wouldn't go so hard on that. So, I wonder if it go more or more on the psychological aspect. Hmm. Yes, I want to see this now. Mm-hmm. That does sound good. Thank you very much for that recommendation there, um, guys. The tans. I'll take a look. I can't. I, we probably. I can't say we'll like probably do. Uh, oh, you'll definitely that. forget about it by next Halloween. We'll definitely forget about it by next Halloween. <laughs> but we're and, definitely going to try and watch it though. Um, and we do have some ideas of what we would do for next Halloween. And let's just say it would be a lot older. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Thank you very much for that recommendation. Okay. Next up, some guy. Some guy. Some guy. Hi, some just guy. just some guy. Okay. Um, cool. Their question for the three of us is twofold. One, okay. which of the Primarchs, traitor or loyalist, would you say has the best origin in terms of how it's affected them and their legion? Angron. I mean, Angron he, has. He, he like, angry. He, yeah, he, he, yeah, that's angry Ron. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that that's one of the most heart wrenching ones. Yeah. And I, the most kind of like. one of the most telling backstories if that makes any sense you know what i mean kind of like giving you a real good idea of like where the emperor's brain is yeah and how he's just so disattached and he is such a bastard yeah that he he stole he basically took angron's death from him so the fact that angron because angron was going to die an honorable death that he was okay that he with. would be happy with and the emperor denied him that because eh, i'm putting together an intergalactic treehouse of boys will probably eventually kill me because i'm a fucking horrible dad 
or whatevs. And the, his legion ended up the way it was because Angron was so broken by what happened to him and that he just shouldn't have been put in a position where he mm. was in charge of, like, an army. It and, just... like, the way, like, all of his, like, legion just fucking hate him. Yeah, they don't like him. They don't... It's like, horrible. It's... it's like, yeah, no. There's, like, a whole thing of, like, them stating, like, um, world eaters saying, like, when they look at the other Primarchs, they get that awe, that feeling that they are in the presence of a demigod. But when they're in the presence of Angron, their own, like, gene sire... They're yeah, like, they're just disappointed. They just look at him and they just see a broken mess. Because he is. Yeah. Um, and he didn't have to be that way. And I think, I don't know, I think that just, like, out of all of them, I think that's the most uh, important, like, origin story. I don't know, I'd say... Um, well, no, I'm kind of just like, to me anyway. Cause say, it's I'd kind say, of like, yeah, it's like, oh, the Emperor is not just this big cool guy. He's this, like, detached, cold... Mm fucking sociopath basically. Yeah, well, I mean, with most of the um, traitor Primarchs, there's some degree of that. Um, mm-hmm. He he killed uh, Mortarion's, like, adoptive father. Yeah, he's like, hey, guess what? Um, when, when Mortarion was wanting to do it himself, so he stole his glory from him. With Lorgar, he basically made every mistake possible. Yeah. With Magnus, he was like, just don't do the things that I obviously gave you the powers to do. It's just like, don't do them okay like, it's, like, it's like giving like a dog a fucking like cake and then being disappointed it eats yeah it. um basically i mean mm. you know it's that yes thing. i'm saying magnus is stupider than a dog because <laughs> he <laughs> is um, fighting because uh, yeah I basically mean, everything that happens in the heresy um can all be traced back to the emperor being a prick. to the emperor being a bad father and more importantly i think it traces back to the whole idea that um he didn't uh, it seems like he'd never really saw the primarchs as sons whereas the primarchs did see him as a father so it's the whole kind of like mgs4 like big boss hugging snake going i've never ever thought of you as a son kind mm. of thing and it's just like that's fucking heartbreaking i mean if you weren't gonna die of natural causes in like conveniently 10 minutes anyway he'd probably stab you in the neck yeah and you'd deserve it um but yeah, I think it does manifest very interestingly in different characters. Like Lorgars is is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, some are are you know not not super interesting. Like like Mortarians is interesting, but like As compared to like, a lot yeah. of them, it's kind of like okay. But yeah, drama about you're gonna say something. I mean, Horus ends up having quite a big effect on things. <laughs> I mean, I guess he does. Maybe yeah. <laughs> yeah, in in terms of like importance, um, it's it's Horus and Lorgar because Lorgar's like. Patient zero amongst the Primarchs for yeah. everything that go that goes wrong, but um, but I mean if it's it, it, like importance, then yeah, it's it's Lorgar or, oh, or Horus yeah, depending on the look at it. But if you, but I, personally, I like I, I agree. I, I've always been very, I've always really liked um, Angron's story. It's horrible, but like I always thought it was. I, I've just always been very impressed of how they of how um, they took the the character and faction called Angron that has all the all the depth of a saucer full of cold tea <laughs> and then actually crafted like something that was interesting from like it like a heart wrenching kind of yeah of that they were just a broken legion and that this was just inevitable with them um yeah i think that vaguely answers the point yeah mm-hmm. no that's good what about you drumblebum um yeah I mean, it's hard to beat that, to be honest. It's just sad. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's it's sad, but like, 
it, it, it's grim and it's dark and it's sad. it is mm-hmm. and it's grim dark at its best mm-hmm. um we'll follow up with a, a less grim dark question and okay. a more a, a, a more important question i think okay so what is your favorite flavor of chip and I'm assuming Chris. by the I'm 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 apologies in advance, but the incorrect spelling of favourite and flavour, I'm assuming <laughs> they mean what we refer to as crisp. <laughs> yes, I would assume they are talking about what we in we in the UK call crisps. Which are yes. potato chips. Um I am a simple a simple creature. I am a big fan of salt and vinegar. I mean salt and vinegar is good for crisps and chips. True. Conveniently True. enough, so answers okay, both you questions. Are, that you are wrong on both accounts, my man. Oh yeah, no, no, it's not my favourite, but it's 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 a good solid choice. <laughs> so, what, what would you go with? Well, drama might didn't answer. Okay, well, I will go for. There's a flavour that I had in France. I haven't seen them here, but it's like ghost cheese. Go, um, ghost ghost cheese. <laughs> ghost <laughs> cheese. <laughs> oh, it's pasteurised before you've realised. <laughs> Goat's cheese and pepper, as in like um, spicy pepper, like chili pepper, not like salt and pepper pepper. pepper How pepper. do you milk a ghost? <laughs> you got to ask real nicely. Feel like you're not dwelling on my sensible answer. Yeah, you get the ectoplasm out of its. Uh... Yeah, then you, you churn it. You yeah, yeah, exactly. You churn it like butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll churn thy ectoplasm. And that's how you—that's how you get ghost cheese. Yeah, only only the Amish make it. Or alternately, mm. uh, is it like if you um, have a cheese that's particularly like ripe, um, ripe, as in like you've picked it from the cheese vine? I mean, it, yeah. it's like particularly alive. Oh, you mean you've picked it from the like fucking like under the floorboards of an ancient Victorian home with mold yeah. problems? And then if you manage to kill all the mold in it. Does it then? Do we then get a ghost of it because it's? Ooh, dead? yeah. Can maybe. you fumigate for cheese? <laughs> Not for cheese, but for the mold in the cheese, presumably. Yeah. Okay, that's what I meant. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, then yeah. it's really it's really not a ghost cheese. It's more the ghost of <gasps> well, the mold get, like, of cheese. How do you get the ghost of like the rats and the bugs out? Or is that like? Oh no, but they're not necessarily going to be present. No, no, no. But the thing also, is, also, it's like, not necessary to get rid of them. Extra flavor. Yeah. Uh, more protein, I guess. And I mean, I guess like it would still maintain is, like, full of fat. It but... would it would maintain the um, cheese around the mold as well because if ghosts mm. maintain their clothes, then you could argue that the cheese yeah, yeah. is the clothes to the mold in cheese. Oh, but yeah. no. Oh, I was thinking of mold on the outside, like you know, like it's basically like like in in like upper middle class to like upper class cheese society like a big mold coat is like the equivalent of like a big mink coat like it was like in like the, the 50s and whatnot mm. so like you get like a roll of cheese just like rolling down the stairs you know it's really exquisite moldy coat if we put aside the fact that um you're you're treating cheese as a sentient entity mm-hmm. um i know that the, the song well, i mean some of it is sort of <laughs> Depends how how much mold is in it. It depends how expensive. Like the grosser the cheese, the more expensive that bullshit is. Um, you can get like like millionaires to eat fucking anything if you just go like, hey, coat yeah, it, coat it in gold, put squids in it. There was literally bougie there was fucking like I was I was standing in line at Boots today and they were like, here's an impulse buy. It's Vaseline lip salve with gold dust in it, and I'm oh, like, piss off, fuck off, actually fuck off. And then they asked me to leave because um, I was shouting at lip gloss. But that's beside the point. <laughs> um, but anyway, I, I feel that at some point someone is going to be listening to this. Someone who knows 
an iota of information about how cheese is created. Just a crumb there. of cheese. I mean, I know knowledge. multiple people who are like work for cheese companies and things. Yeah, they, they, well, if they ever listen to if it, they ever listen be, to it, they will just be like, "Yeah, I know they won't." Um, <laughs> are you kidding? Misantropos is um, a top-rated cheese discussion <laughs> podcast. Yeah. They're just going to listen to this and just go, this is not how cheese works. What or they're going to listen about? to this and go, shit, this is exactly how cheese works. We must shun the outsiders. They Snipe, must die. what they is your favourite crisp flavour? My favourite crisp flavour? Okay, so like, my, I really like crisps, so like, my favourite... What? Nothing, nothing. nothing my favourite, like, tortilla <laughs> flavour is lightly salted tortilla chips. Yeah. I think those are really nice, but I also like cool tang flavour or ranch or like cool original or whatever they call it. Um, my favourite like potato crisp is probably like a, an Australian flavour that I haven't had in years and years and years and years which is called the Full Monty which came out kind of in conjunction with the Full Monty movie which is about, about hmm. like basically a bunch of ex-miners <laughs> Dick flavour <laughs> Yeah, no It was literally they just put loads of flavours together like like cheese and onion all that kind of like barbecue they just put it into one like thing and it was really tasty also like black potato like chips I really like cheese flavour um, when it comes to I like I really like prawn crackers I know they're not technically a crisp but they're really really good no, they basically and are. there's another Australian thing I used to have which was like a, a puffed crisp which they were called burger men and they were in the shape of men and they were burger flavoured crisps and those were really really tasty um, oh, 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 there's a Polish one that uh, I can't remember, but like they're, they're like bacon flavor and they're like a big airy bag and they're the only baking crisps I've ever tasted that are super tasty and not very greasy. And they are my absolute favorite crisps in the whole world. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. I'd also like a special shout out Przynski, to... Przynski, um, I think, or something? I don't know. It's Polish. They're very tasty. Um, special shout out to uh, Roast Beef Monster Munch. Ooh. Roast beef monster munch are pretty cool. They're pretty oh, good. Beef flavored space raiders are the fucking bomb. They're fucking trash. Fuck you. No. You can feel your insides melting as you eat them. They cost like twenty p a packet. Yeah, they used to cost ten. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I was a kid, they cost ten p, and that was like lunch. <laughs> it was amazing. Um, <laughs> can we move on and, and yes, stop just listing crisps? Next up. Somehow, Talis has got 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 an email address. Um. um okay. I'm not going to ask too many questions, but no. Talis, the actual D and D character, has got an email address. Hello, Talis. Please stop making sandwiches. So I'm going to I'm going to phrase this in the least spoilery way possible. But within Critical Role season two, mm-hmm. there is a character called Probably. Caduceus. Caduceus. Caduceus makes corpse tea. Yes. Um, as in, he grows tea. He from... grows flowers and like tea leaves off graves, and then makes tea out of it. So it's yes. corpse tea. So, if we were to be killed or otherwise found dead by the by in in this campaign setting, what flavors of tea would our bodies produce? Matt Mercer flavor. Um, I, my brain literally said, if I die in, like, the Critical Role campaign, bury me in Matt Mercer's jean pockets. <laughs> <laughs> That's what my brain said. And now I've said, yes. oh. Yes, that is, that is how thought okay, works. Okay, so, like, I would bet my fucking kidneys on everyone in this podcast right now would be willing to be buried in Matt Mercer's jean pockets. Yeah, well, I'm dead fucking dead. I mean, no, no, that's yeah. not what I mean. <laughs> that's not what I mean at all. <laughs> and you know it. 
I, I am not as familiar with, with the Matthew Mercer as you pair are. So. Well, drummer Matt, I mean, come on, man. I mean, drummer. yeah, obviously. As long as yeah. he was okay with it. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. I Which he probably would be. I mean, he'd probably be like, eh, it's an afternoon. So, yeah. So, you're apt. Mm. Mm. Yeah, mm. Oh, fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Uh, so, what flavoured tea would we make? Yes, if you died and your body were used as fertiliser to make tea, or however exactly it works, what flavour um, would you make? Well, um, all I'll say is that if um, I came, became out as Earl Grey, I'd be fucking pissed. Yeah, Earl but Grey what tea would you prefer? Yeah. Um, well, I am working class British, so the only tea that I ever drink is like... Black tea. Black tea. Just black tea, yeah. Like, regular-ass breakfast tea. Like, okay. I, I don't think... I think if you actually cut me open, my blood is part like breakfast tea. So. Okay. Mm. Drama, what about you? Well, Ruth had some tea that was like... It was like thyme and something. It basically, it tasted like gravy. And I feel like I'd make was quite it, good gravy was tea. Was it Bovril that she'd put milk and sugar? No, no, no. It was genuinely like in tea bags claiming to be tea. It was some sort mm. of like sleepy nighttime thing. I, th- I think Ruth just tricked uh, you and put some like... <laughs> some Bisto in some a cup. Some Bisto in a bag. Yeah, I mean, that would be moderately entertaining, but I think it's funny that this tea exists. Fair, fair. fair. But yeah, it does... It re- so yeah, I think I'd make a nice sort of hearty gravy-esque tea. Which no one would really like to drink, but somehow it'd make them feel better about things. Well, in that case, I'd be an ice blast. Oh, that I mean, is, that is not a tea not by a any tea. metric. Well, neither is gravy, but that is. Yeah, but this is actually a tea. Yeah, well, I could put ice in a bag and then be like, "Oh, it's tea." <laughs> no, according to drummer Matt, I can't. No, anyway, I'd be green tea. I like green tea, but mm. I have to have sugar in it. <laughs> is that well is, not sugar but it's like saccharin is that like a heathen thing to put I, sugar in probably it yeah because there's always some dick who's like hey you can't do that <laughs> oh yeah yeah so yeah no i have to put a couple of sweeteners in it because it's on its own it's a bit meh but yeah i like green tea i'd be green tea but then i'd i'd, I'd be like i'd be purple i'd be purple green tea purple green tea yeah okay purple green tea good yeah. okay next up norm again hello I've had to see patients in A&E with bits of hoover stuck up slash two various body parts. <laughs> Hi are... again. Thank you for being so discreet on the, uh, the <laughs> submission form. <laughs> they are hard to x-ray. So okay. public sur- service announcement. Please, can we tell the internet to use more lube? Okay. okay. Everyone use more lube. Even if you don't think you need it, use lube. And also always use the water-based lubricant because the oil-based and other like 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 lubricants like that can damage condoms and become unsafe so always use water-based lubricant so not entirely a concern if you are using vacuum cleaners to have sex with however if you're using a condom in conjunction with that for some reason um then then yes water-based is the way to go yep 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 okay um and also if you if you go into a and e with something stuck up your ass because you were like feeling like frisky or whatever just tell them just they're gonna they yeah just tell care. them they know you're gonna be a breath of fresh they know and just basically if, if they say okay how did this happen you go well you know bored and they'll go okay and it literally like they won't be telling because if you sit there and go, i fell on the hoover while while a condom was flying through the air <laughs> with my trousers also down. as a general rule if you're gonna do something like that fucking own it just go and 
save up a bit of money and just go get the relevant sex toy. They're designed like, for it. You're not going to get yourself injured. Yeah, it's less embarrassing. But anyway, follow-up question. Okay, follow-up question. Which appliance would you want to stick to slash up any of the Primarchs? Ooh, i definitely stick a... A George Up Vulcan. A George Foreman grill? No, no, the George no, no, we were the, talking the, about the last big, week. Big ah, we we oh, saw him, we saw George in a shop window, and then I took a photo of it, and the guy behind the counter was really giving the stink eye, and I'm like, <laughs> I how, if he comes out here and says, ask me what I'm doing, I can't say, I was talking about fucking this vacuum cleaner last week on a podcast, and I wanted to take a photo of it. <laughs> Luckily, he didn't come out, so it was fine. Yeah, I was really just going for a colour scheme thing there, because because oh, George is green and and, green. and Vulcan's got green armor, mm-hmm. so. and I really feel that Vulcan can suck. <laughs> he would he outsuck George. <laughs> I feel sorry for anyone that didn't listen to the last podcast because then they've got to like divine what the fuck is going on it's about, about the vacuum cleaners. It's, it's about sucking. That's fine. Hmm. Joe, what about you? Oh yeah, I don't know, like. Just, just any like kitchen appliance, or just any appliance? Well, it just says any appliance. I think it's implied kitchen appliance, but mm. well, I guess a Hoover isn't a kitchen appliance. So I guess any mm. appliance. What about Ferris Manus? Would probably fuck a toaster. I'd pay to see that. Like, I wouldn't enjoy it in a sexual way. I wouldn't enjoy it it's in any way. It's a curiosity. It's just kind of like I want to see how he fucks it. Yeah. I mean, does he have like metal metal balls? So he's going to be like, pang, well, his hands, pang. His hands are metal. That's why he can't jerk off. That's why he's such a grumpy prick. You made a fucking video about that I once. did. <laughs> Isn't that on Instagram or something? No, that's, um, that's on my Tumblr. On your Tumblr. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How he's like, he's grumpy because his hands are cold and they can't touch his wee-wee. I feel so you, you need so to bring that, bring that post back. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right. My answer, and I'm going to say it and then we're going to move on. Is I'd stick a blender up Gilliman because Ultramarines. <laughs> oh, don't be rude. I'm currently listening to the audiobook of Dark Imperium, and honestly, Gilliman comes across as actually a really cool guy. He's badass. Yeah, he's like he's like going through the modern like 40k Imperium and going, "What the actual fuck have you idiots done?" Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. I so get, he's like okay. really cool. He he he's just like like there's little things where like um. People are making up, like, because over the 10,000 years, people have made up quotes that he said, and he's sitting there going, I didn't say that, and they go, no, you did, and he eventually just gives up telling them. I would, what's okay. the, the hand mixer, where it's like, and people get their hair stuck in it all the time. I'd put one of those up Perturabo, because I don't like him. I'm, I'm more just bewildered by your description of a mystery appliance here. Yeah, you know, it's the hand mixer. No, it's a... You've got it in your... It's drawn, oh, I guess. Yeah. It. You mean oh, yeah. you mean like the the food mixer things that have got like the handle on them and they've got the little whisk, like, whisks like, like, on the, the, end. the circle whisks. Okay, go, good. Yeah. I don't need the sound effects. No, th- that's called a hand mixer. It's not. Okay. It's called a. V- v- okay, it's called a. V- v- I don't think it's the sound effects that were throwing me. Yeah. All right, yeah. moving on. James. No, very simple. Very simple conundrum. Okay. The swarm lord has offered you a fuck. Oh. There's no punishment for turning it down, and it will be, and it will be respectful. After all, the Swarm Lord is the smartest turnit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. would you fuck the big sweetie? Yes. I. If it's gonna be like nice to me and and like you know being respectful and like conscientious of my needs, I can't see why not. I think everyone would want to fuck a tyranid, provided you know you weren't gonna die. <laughs> I I would have to respectfully decline. 
Well, it wouldn't kill you or anything, so it's um, fine. Because I am a little bit terrified by the concept of whatever a swarm lord's got okay, going on. So, like, <laughs> me in 40k, I would fuck myself across that Imperium. Like, holy shit. Yeah. I would I would try and fuck Primarchs. I would fuck Space Marines. I would fuck... I, I probably couldn't... Probably couldn't bed, like, a member of the Mechanicus. Like, the Mechanicum. They probably just be... Like, they, they, they probably have attachments for it just to appease people. But, like, you know, their heart wouldn't be in it. And then I'd be like... I'd be like, oh, shit, a Swarm Lord. Yeah, I'll do a big sex on you. That's fine. And, you know, just... Basically, just make 40k into Mass Effect. Just... Full bang. Full <laughs> yeah. bang, okay? Yeah. That's basically me in 40k. I just just bang everything. Sounds terrific. So you wouldn't fuck a small I do, lord? I, I don't, I don't want to get on top of his Venom cannon, no. Well, he could get on top of your Venom cannon. That is not a Venom cannon. Okay. <laughs> whatever that is. Whatever I, I feel, you've taken. I, I feel that there's an element of scale here that would mean that I don't think either of us would get much out of it. Well, I mean, it's kind of like... Maybe it'd be like... like you'd have to like sound a whale so maybe you could just do some sounding on don't google that you could do some sounding <laughs> on like a swarm lord so you just basically you strip off cover yourself in vaseline pretend to be danny devito or your character if you're choosing run up and down its urethra and like until it like you know climaxes or something i don't know what tyrannids do probably just like stop and then just spawn a bunch of gants or something well, you've you've got all the parts to make a what's the thing called that you can make from the Tranifex kit that, that uh, spawns gaunts. It's like a gaunt spawner. Or gants, actually, because it's like, term of gants. Yeah, it's like a gant spawner. Yeah, yeah, I can't um, remember. But that's... yeah, you could do that, or you could just like basically like you know how people hug trees. You could just do that and jump. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Matthew, please give us your opinion so that we can move on from this. Um, with the caveats of, I'm single. Oh and yeah, no. I was gonna say that that's that too, but I think we're like, used to my bullshit by now. And it, yeah, and it. I feel like if it was a one-time thing, I wouldn't because it'd sort of ruin you for anything else. But if it could be like a slightly ongoing thing for at least a while, also you I could think have it'd be you, worth it. it could be like a swarm orb with benefits. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because like you know, I yeah, you'd you'd be broken, which is fine. As I long mean, as I don't think you... they'd like they'd harm you. No, 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 no. But just like you know. They wouldn't, probably wouldn't be able to help it. Mm, I assume like they're I said, massive. Well, yeah, but like so, there, are, there are. I'm sure there's ways you could get around that. Well, I mean, getting around it is kind of the issue here. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I honestly feel, if in your heart, if you want it enough, you've got it. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. But then you, like, you couldn't go from that to like yeah, just normal. Make sure everyday... you do your stretches. Make sure you you eat plenty of like oily fruit. Um, you know, just. just and you know, aforementioned lubricant, water based. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to dissolve it? the tuna. No, you don't. Because like <laughs> tuna are oil based creatures. Obviously, no, they're, they're oil based creatures. No, they're yeah, yeah. latex based creatures. I don't, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. That, so I would ask next question, please. Corroded falchion. So they recently started watching the Misanthropod series from episode one. So I think after three, we all need to say sorry. (laughs) Yeah, one, two, three. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Yeah, they're doing a fairly mindless task at work, so so their entertainment's been appreciated. Um, They've just they just go up to the episode where we're ranking our favourite games. So they sent through their 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 ranking. Oh, cool. Um, cool. Do you want to hear it? I I didn't actually write it down. If you want to hear it, I have to look up the email. Yeah, look up. Yep. Yep. Hold for the elevator music. 
I feel like whilst we've got a second, I should uh, point out that we uh, we looked up um, during a, a down moment uh, the name of the evil Herbie from from the Love Bug nineteen ninety seven movie. It's a great name. Its name is Horace the Hate Bug. Yeah, it's it's um, it's good. Yeah, I think that's, that's possibly the most creative thing about that film. It it involves the dark backstory of Herbie and stars Bruce Campbell. It's it's a film. It's beautiful. Okay, good. Right, so in loose order, at number five, we've got Call of Duty 4. In brackets, okay. I know, but... No, 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 no. I Yeah, no. I, like, Call of Duty, like, my, like, I absolutely adore Modern Warfare 1 and Modern Warfare 2, even though it's very silly. So, no, I totally get it. No judgment here. <laughs> yep. Uh, number four, Fable. Fable's a good one. Yeah, yeah. I, I really like the original Fable. Number three, um, Elder Scrolls... Uh, El- Number three, Elder Scrolls... <laughs> Elder, Elder Scrolls. Scrolls. Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Number three, Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion. Haven't played it, but... You say, full of jank, but their their first experience of a big open world type thing. Mm. I get that. Um, I get that. Number two, Mass Effect 2. Like, kind of the whole trilogy, but two out of yeah. All no, of them. Mass Effect is another. And then number one. Oh, I'm sorry. I fu- oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Because I, I honestly find it quite difficult to detach the three Mass Effect games from each other. To me, they're sort of like one big thing. Yeah, you they can. I've, I've played them through yeah. like three times, so I they're quite yeah. Even though quite they are, apart in my mind, they are distinctly different. But yeah, I, I always think of them as one big yeah. entity. Hmm. Um, and then number one, in a sl- slight um, twist from the other four, Wipeout Omega re- Remastered Edition. Oh. oh. Which which one was that? The uh, the Omega Edition. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Um, I... Yeah, I don't know. It was free on PSN Plus, and PSN came around PS3 era. Okay. I don't know. The original Wipeout was PS1. Yeah, I know I that. This isn't that. Yeah, I, I remember... Oh, yeah. Um, I, I really like the Wipeout series. Um, I played Wipeout 2097 to fucking death. I was never any good at it. Um, it doesn't matter. One I played the most, though, was the PS2 uh, Wipeout Fusion. I fucking love that one. Um, that is a game that I really annoyingly... Uh, I don't think I've got the save file anymore, but I got that to 99.9% completion. Dude. Ooh, what did you I miss? Ha- the only thing I had to do was one time trial that I couldn't even get close to. Like, I had golded every other time trial in the game, except this one that I couldn't even get close on. So I was obviously missing something, but this was, like, mm. before I really used the internet, like, all the time. So You mean when cheat lines and, and shit like that, that were, like, three quid a minute, were, like, everywhere? Uh, I think it was it was after that time, but it was I think it was before, it was before YouTube, I think. So that would explain something. I remember there was a mode in it. I can't remember what it was called now, but basically you were in a ship that never stopped. All you could do was control its air brakes and you just had to survive as it got progressively faster. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. It was great. I fucking love that mode. I tried playing it again recently and I just couldn't do it. I have no idea how I got so good at it, but like, yeah, that was great. It was Wipeout Fusion. Uh, it was good. Not so, not so great now because obviously there's a time delay on your actions when playing on a modern television because the way they work uh, rather than being instant on a CRT 
and this was designed for a CRT, whereas modern quick reaction games are designed with that like delay in mind. So all that happens when you play it now is just slam into the wall because you have to make split second <laughs> decisions and you start to notice that lag. Yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, after this list, they, they sent another email. We'll be like, oh, realized I didn't actually ask a question. So, <laughs> oh, that's fair. Their question. Relate, related, I guess, to top five games and things like that. So if you could breed two video games to make an offspring which had the most desirable qualities from both, what would they be? Hmm. Far Cry 3 and MGS3. Okay. Which which bits from which? Well, I'd have, like, basically the stealth and everything and Snake and the bullshit story from MGS3 and a lot of more open world kind of things, first person y kind of stuff from Far Cry 3. And put Vass in there, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Why not? I mean, we we assumed you'd have him in there. Of course I would. And then, then Vass and Snake would do big kissing. <laughs> <laughs> no, they wouldn't. Also, that and that, and then there's a bit of a DNA splice with Jurassic Park Trespasser. What, so you can look down at the hell on his titty? I can, no, I can look down and see Snake's big barra titties with a love heart tattoo, and he's like, I'm injured. And I'd be like, hey, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great. Yeah, no, MGS3 and Lost Park. Uh, the, yeah, no, actually, I changed, I changed that to Jurassic Park, Trespasser, and MGS3. Because <laughs> I just need to see, like, Snake in a V-neck shirt with his titty out. It's a big snake titty. Good, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. Yeah, this is a big question. I'm struggling to yeah. think of anything. Like, because there's a lot of games where I've got, like, you know... How about The Sims and Manhunt? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I I would like to see... I'd like... It would be interesting to see... I mean, it's sort of a game style that's already been done. Um, by oh, what was it called? Was it the Sacred? Was it Sacred? It was called. Oh, I can't remember. But it was an it was an old first per, like um, first person shooter um, where one person on the team was basically playing an RTS and everyone else was playing a first person shooter. And they gradually built up a base and gave access to more abilities and like protected the area. That sounds really cool. Um, so that that would be cool. Um, like. In, in my head, like, I, I just want something like, how about we resurrect an old series, um, which has technically had a spiritual successor, so it's never going to have a new one, but uh, to, like, take the Total Annihilation games and then mix it with sort of a, a kind of Overwatchy style of play, like, on the ground. Like, that could be fun. Hmm. I am just thinking of things on the fly and I'm panicking, so... Um, <laughs> I got that. So, yeah. yeah. Fair. I've, I've actually thought of an answer, if you want a second to re- reconsider. No, yes. no, no, I'll, I'll go with that. I've made an answer and I'm an almost okay. live with it. Okay, yeah. So my answer, I think I take, I take the setting and the characters and the general feeling and basically everything about the Dark Souls series except the gameplay and then put in the gameplay of any <laughs> other RPG game so then I could actually play it. <laughs> sounds good, sounds good. Fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. Because I really want to give it a try, but I just can't get over the gameplay. It's... It's a it's a weird one because it's like once you get used to it, it becomes easy. Like, mm. um, but it, it has a lot of rules it doesn't really tell yeah. you. And you yeah, have to yeah, no, out. no, I'm, I'm, yeah. 
I am aware. I just still can't do it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's okay. Fair. Last question. Nulls in hell. Um, so if they recall correctly, Wh- Wibby, Wibby, yeah, Wibby. Oh, yes. Wibbo! Wibby. Wibby. Has an Orkami, right? Mm-hmm. I do indeed so have an Since Orkami. they've released that, that silly gobbo, um, their words, not mine, what are your thoughts on making a Grot Rebellion army, in essence? Yes. Of an course, inevi- an the Red Gobbo is the leader. It is an inevitability. Um, it's come <laughs> out with rules now. Um, they've actually like made like. Proper is it not? Rules it's it. an elite choice, though, not a HQ it, choice. It is an elite choice, so you can't have it leading an army. No. Um, what I would like to do, and I'm half tempted because I have quite. I've got like a twenty odd strong squad of maybe like twenty five to thirty strong squad of grots in my orc army anyway i'm tempted to strip them down and repaint them um in like my modern ability to paint hmm. and to match the kind of style that i've done because i have um I, i've i've got the red gobbo and i've converted him into um a red gobbo classic red gobbo classic just was, in a winter wardrobe i was literally in um our local gw today and like the guy behind the counter just gushes about Whip's paint jobs. He <laughs> fucking loves them. And, like, we were basically standing there. He's like, oh, has he finished the Red Gobbo yet? And I'm like, yeah, dude, he finished it in, like, two days. He was like, what? <laughs> and we were just, like, getting super hyped. <laughs> it was really pure and wonderful. Yeah, I need to take that in tomorrow. You do. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'd like to make... Hopefully like... he's there so we can just start crying. <laughs> I-, I would be intrigued, like, yeah, um, to make, like, um, a detachment... Um, not necessarily a full army because grots are so kind of small. Mm. Um, I do have some unpainted killer cans, so I could throw those in because they're piles yeah. of my grots. There's like little like... tanks as well, or something as well. Uh, they're right? very expensive from Forge World. Oh. Uh, okay. um, I would love them; they're great. And like, there's the grot mega tank that's like a battleship on tank tracks that is beautiful. Mm. I don't. I, I seem to remember it's not very good in game because all of the orc Forge World stuff mechanically fucking sucks rule of cool <laughs> um but the grot tanks might be fun um but yeah i'd like to make a small uh, a small grot rebellion army and i i have been eyeing up all the grots i've got and going like <laughs> i mean i know i I, pay, I spent a long time painting all the or like all these but like if i repainted them <laughs> i can paint them to match my you're, not, al- you're not allowed to strip them to repaint them until you've finished all your other painting yep Define finished. <laughs> See, you fucking you give me shit for this. Okay, um, how many <laughs> models have you finished painting this year? Oh, at least thirty nine. What? Do, when you say thirty nine? Yeah, you're right. About probably you, about seventy nine. Do you mean like two? Well, there's there's at least two. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What? Oh no! I should tell. I tell there was a huge percent. You have you have finished five wolves. I think that's it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, at least yeah. five. Actually, five. <laughs> way more than five. Actually, a- no, five. no, no. Actually, way more than five. How? Six. Six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, you still give me shit for it, and fuck you! I want more dreadnoughts. I want more stumpy bibs. You already have two thousand points of fucking dreadnoughts. Okay, yeah, and they're not paint, and they're, they're all only partially painted. Well, I'm getting there. Finish painting them, and I'll have more sympathy. Make me. I can't make you. 
Although yeah, I can you see can you not say... having and you're having no I can say you're not having any more dreadnoughts until you finish painting at least a at least one of them. Of them. <laughs> I have painted a percentage. Zero is a percent. <laughs> you didn't specify, and now it's on fucking like it's being recorded. So you owe me a dreadnought because I've just decided you do. <laughs> That's not how it works. And we've also got the sisters' army coming. They don't have dreadnoughts. Do the sisters have, do sisters have a dreadnought? They have a penitent engine, which is very similar to a dreadnought. Victus Patton Warsuit. <laughs> you can have an Invictus Patton Warsuit <laughs> Thank you. when you have painted enough of your actual army. Who is to say enough? Those who say that enough is enough will always have enough, honey. So that means I've painted it enough and I want my fucking Invictus Patton. <laughs> If you can, if you can drum up the money for it, and you want to buy it yourself, you can do that. I mean, I could, but I'm saving up for my license. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I found but... some really nice boots, and I'm like, sad. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> yes, a Grot Rebellion army, at least a small faction of one, is probably going to happen in my future at some point because the Grot Rebellion is fucking great. Unlike yeah. anything to do with my army, because I don't have any models that I want. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, that is the end of the questions. Okay, good, good. We can end it. Fine. This is the end of the podcast. End it. Um, this is the end. My only friend. I want a dreadnought. Oh, uh, I've also found out that if you want to watch um, the Herbie movie we've talked about, it is on YouTube. Oh, the good. one with, with was it was it Herman the Hatred Mobile? Horace the Hate Bug. I like mine better. I don't know which is stupider. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you. Mine was better. Horace the Hate Mobile or whatever. Horace the Hate Bug. Or whatever. Horace the Hate Bug. He hails from Nazi Germany. That's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, Understatement of the year. So yeah, um, I, I will watch it and see. Because I, I read a brief blurb of, of what happens. I, I don't Gee, think... I wonder, is there a race and the Nazi fucking bug nearly wins, but then Herbie wins and then the Nazi bug is fucking murdered? Basically, although I think they, I think it might be my memory playing tra- tricks on me. I think they do skirt the point of it being Nazis. I think they just say it's like in the wake of World War II. Because it was... I think they, after the end of World War yeah, II. Because <laughs> I think the, Be- the Beatle came out like a few years after World War II, but it was like designed during the... <laughs> That's what makes the hate bug even worse. It saw the fall of Nazi Germany and went, yeah, nah, they were definitely the right side. I don't like that car. You're not supposed to. It's the villain. Good. It's a prick and I hate it. And it has angry headlights to show that it's evil. It does. um... Fucking hate bug. God, that's awful. (laughs) Like the video for more um, Herbie discourse. (laughs) Yeah, the, like things are really heating up in the Herbie fandom. <laughs> right. Anyway, Go it's the end of the podcast. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, I bye. hope you enjoyed whatever this was. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Fucking hate bug. I can't get over how terrible that is.